0: This is the Relatable Podcast with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to create happy and loving marriages without making over their husbands. If you are a wife looking to transform your marriage from the inside out, you've come to the right place. Get ready to hear relatable stories, practical advice, and empowering perspectives for how to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of Relating Wealth. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan here, founder of Relatable. I'm so excited to be back with you for this podcast episode. So, today we are talking about money and money for the right things. I'm so excited for this episode for a variety of reasons that I will tell you in one second. But before I forget, I want to let you know that you may hear some background noise today. So I am actually recording this podcast while on vacation. And so I am sitting in my hotel little living room area looking out at the beach. It is gorgeous. The ocean is just so vast. And... Right next door to our hotel is a lot of construction. They are going to be building a Four Seasons residence, like condominium place, literally right next door to where we're staying. And so the construction people are, you know hard at work with their heavy-duty equipment making a lot of noise outside. So my apologies in advance for that background noise. But it's a little bit ironic because as I think about this vacation and as I think about the fact that a Four Seasons beachfront condo is being built, I think the conversation we're going to have about money and using it for the right things is so um, timely for a variety of reasons. So the other part of why this topic on this particular episode, um, this is my birthday month, and actually this podcast will release on my actual birthday. And as I have been thinking about my life and my own transformation, particularly in the past two years, money has been a huge part of that. And in talking with so many of you through our um, complimentary consultation calls and even some conversations with my clients, money and marriage go hand in hand in so many different ways. And when I think about my relationship with money and how it has um influenced my own relationship with my husband i see how as my money mindset as my money management as my relationship with money has increased so has the relationship with him and the relationship with many many other people and things in my life and one of the realities Of life is sort of how you do one thing, is how you do all things. So, in any area of your life, whether it's your finances, your weight, your relationships, your marriage, you are the common denominator. And if those pieces of your life are not operating in the way that you want them to, if you are not hitting your personal goals or achieving your desires, then that is a wonderful, you know, opportunity to just look inward and to look at yourself at how you are the common denominator and what changes need to be made within you to affect those other areas of your life in a more positive way. Now, the lie we believe, especially when it comes to like money or even our jobs, and of course, with marriage, is we look outside of ourselves. We look at, oh, well, I only make this amount of money or, you know, I have this amount of money in debt or, you know, um, my boss is this way or the company that I work for is this way. And so we put ourselves in boxes because of what we perceive as the things that are controlling our reality, that are outside of ourselves. And so it's very easy to say, well, I could never um, afford something like that, or I could never, um, you know, invest my money that way, or, you know, save up that amount because I only make X amount of dollars. And I'm sure you've heard, right, those stories of people like the janitor who only made like $18,000 a year, but was able to save Because of her money spending habits and so the same can be for you and so this is an episode that I really believe applies no matter where you are on the income spectrum right for people who make a lot of money and for people who make a little of money your relationship with money is what drives the results that you see in your life And so I really felt that this was important, even though this is a marriage podcast, I couldn't neglect the role that money has in your life, right? And so the first reason I wanted to cover this topic today was, again, what I was just saying, like your relationship with money is a reflection of your relationship with yourself, your relationship with God, and of course your relationship with your husband. And so one of the biggest aha moments I had In my own journey to better money management and a better relationship with money is to actually view money as something you're in relationship with and so I had always been the type of person who would never open my bills who never was aware of how much money was in my bank account or you know what was what right like I didn't like to open the mail I put everything on automatic payments because I just didn't want to think about money And so if you can imagine money being a partner, right, like money being someone you're in relationship with, how successful are you going to be in that relationship if you don't even connect with it if you're not even aware of it how it's operating in your life you don't even know it like that you don't talk to it you don't look at it right you're going to have a very disconnected relationship with money meaning money is either going to come into your life quickly and go out quickly right it's not going to stay around because you're not appreciating it you're not noticing it you're not honoring it you're not stewarding it appropriately and so the same can be said of your relationship with yourself right like how much do you think about yourself how in tune are you with yourself how much are you taking care of yourself and loving yourself and paying attention to yourself and investing in yourself and then by extension you know like What is your relationship like with God? Like, Are you paying attention to him? Are you setting aside time every single day to connect with him, to get to know him, to understand him, to watch him? And then, of course, your husband, right? So if you are in a difficult space with your husband right now, you're probably not doing the healthy, nurturing things that make that a fruitful and fulfilling relationship. And so when you look at money in your life, the same themes are likely occurring. And it's important to look at that. It's important because it can highlight the fact that sometimes it's not the outside situation, but it's really you. And that in order to change your marriage, in order to change your spirituality, in order to change the relationship with yourself and the relationship with money, you've got to look at that common denominator and that common denominator is you. The other reason this is so important to talk about is because... Money issues are the top marital issues, right? So most couples have some money issue. And it is irrespective of how much money they make, right? Like you could be a very high income family and still have money issues. And the way that presents itself is that one person may be very, um, conscientious of how the money is used while the other is like well we have so much money let's just use it however we want it's like you have a lot of emotional spending and you're not um really looking at how your money is being used and is your money being used as effectively as possible on the other end you have couples who maybe have you know less money available to them which means less disposable income which means they're less able to do um things that would bring them joy like go on vacation or go out to dinner and have date nights or they're always worried about the bills and you know who's who needs to be paid now and robbing Peter to pay Paul and just never feeling like you have any room to relax and you know there are couples where one person is working and the other person isn't and so there are dynamics there where you know, the person who isn't working feels disempowered and doesn't have a say in how the money is used. And maybe the person who is working or is making more money is the person who, you know, holds the purse strings and is sort of dictating how the money is used. And that creates an interesting dynamic. And so, you know, the way money shows up in marriage is endless. Literally, there's all sorts of possibilities of how money creates disconnection creates conflict creates tension within a couple And so I wanted to address this because I want you to be much more aware of your own relationship with money and how you may be playing a role in whatever type of money dynamic is operating in your own marriage. And so if you are the conscientious person, if you are the one who is always looking at money and always managing it well, you may be listening to this and thinking, well, I'm not the one with a money problem. Like it's my husband, like he's the one that's spending. He's the one that's not working or not making enough money or not saving in the way that I think we should be saving. And so there's still value in this episode for you too, because I think the more you can look at money from a less emotional standpoint, the more you are able to communicate with your husband about your concerns of how you are managing money as a couple in a way that he may be able to understand. So stay tuned and definitely keep listening as well. And then the third reason that I wanted to talk about this is really just because it has become a personal passion of mine. I cannot tell you how often I have calls with women who really want to hire me as their coach. They are in desperate and dire situations in their marriage and they know that I am the solution, right? They listen to the podcast. They've been a part of my email community. We have a conversation and I'm able to really show them how to turn things around and they want to work with me. And you may be one of those women who I've spoken with who really wants to work with me. But when you look at the finances of it, you cannot figure it out. And so I know what it feels like to need something and to find the solution, no matter what it is, right? Whether it's working with me in relationship to your marriage or even like embarking on weight loss or even needing something for your family, right? This is not just about trying to get you to work with me. It's about needing something in your life, having the solution right in front of you. And the only reason you can't access that is because you don't have the money right now. You can't figure out how to get the money right now. And that is the only barrier stopping you between where you are now and where you ultimately want to be. And it pains me, right? It pains me to have those conversations with you. It pains me to know that any woman, right? That any woman who is trying to do good in her life can't do that because she doesn't have the financial resources or she believes she doesn't have the financial resources. Because here's the thing, right? This is why I'm so passionate about this topic. Like you've heard the um, the saying, where there's a will, there's a way. And I have to say from personal experience, like recently in the past three months, there is a program that I wanted to invest in. It is a program that I believed with all of my heart would help me up level what I'm doing in this business and help me to serve you at a much higher level. And I found a coach that was like my coach. And I knew that this experience of working with her in this way would change my whole life personally and change my business. And when it came time to understand how much <laughs> this program would cost, I did not have the money. Like, I did not have the money available. And instead of allowing that to be a barrier, I just began to ask myself, what is it that I could do to acquire this money? And I went to work and I did it. And it took a lot. It stretched me in ways that I never even imagined I could be stretched. But as an entrepreneur you know when i left work full-time i knew that that may mean i may have to get a part-time job i might have to do things outside of what was comfortable for me in order to acquire the resources i needed to do what i needed in my life and that is something that even now as i think about other investments i want to make for myself personally as I look at my own personal income I'm like well I may have to do X Y and Z this is how much it's gonna cost this is what I can do to acquire that money which requires some reshifting of priorities things I don't spend my money on right now or other ways that I bring in income into my life and so this is just something I want to expand your own mindset around because I think we limit ourselves and we don't get the things we need and we don't do the things we want to do because we allow our relationship with money and the barriers we've created in our lives related to money prevent us from doing that. And if nothing more, I want you to know that you can do the impossible, that Every opportunity is available to you if you make up in your mind that that is what you're going to do. And that may be for you going on a family vacation because you know your family needs that time together. That may mean investing in personal development for yourself. That may mean, um, you know, a lot of different things. Like the possibilities are endless, only you know what it is you want to do in your life that right now money is the only barrier and so with that i want to give you three distinctions as it comes and as it relates to your relationship with money and i like to use the word distinctions because distinctions are like defining things right it sort of draws the line in the sand it's comparing one thing to another looking at how they're different and how they play out in your life and there's actually a book that my husband reads and by default I get to read because he listens to it on audiobook And I remember when I first started listening to this book, I was like, what is wrong with this guy? This was way before I was as money conscious and having a healthier relationship with money. But the book is called Top 10 Distinctions Between Millionaires and Middle Class by this guy, Keith Cameron Smith. And I'll link to it in the show notes. But what it does is it talks about what wealthy people do that is very different than what the regular Average person does. And it was fascinating because I saw in myself how I was doing all the things that the regular people do. And that's not to say that I'm suggesting you need to aspire to be a millionaire. Um, But it really just talks about wealth consciousness and the mindset of people who have money available to do the things they want to do versus people who never have money available to do the things that they want to do. Fascinating read. So along with that book and other ways I've invested in myself and my own money mindset, I want to share with you three really key points that I learned to value and pay attention to and so the first one is the distinction between spending and investing and so spending even the word spend s p e n d and i want you to focus on the end part e n d meaning it stops you put your money out there and it stops Right? So spending is using your money in ways that really have little meaningful return for you. And I want you to just think about if you were to look at your bank statement over the past 30 days, like what are the things you spend your money on that are really pointless? That it's literally like you throwing your money into the wind and your life is not better You are not in any better position. You have nothing to show for it. And it's just been flushed down the toilet. I know that when I look at my spending, sometimes those trips to like Dunkin Donuts, those trips to Panera, those trips to all the little places I frequent when I don't want to cook or when I'm, you know, craving something that's really not the best thing for me to eat. That is spending versus investing, right? When you think about an investment, we normally think about stocks, right? And things like that, investing in the stock market, because you put your money in and you get a larger return later. Your 401k plan or savings or other things like that may be, you know, an example of investing. But I also think that you can invest in something where you put your money in and it returns back to you over and over and over again. And I know that once I became an entrepreneur, the concept of investing in my business was really important, right? Like I put money in and it wasn't an immediate return It was something that had to be nurtured over the long haul. And so advertising even, right? Some of you have come into my community because you saw something on Facebook that I posted. And so that was an investment I made. I made an investment in Facebook and I utilized my money there to build an audience that is now reaping the benefits of that investment. Right? And so I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that platform. And I'm grateful that I had the mindset to use my money in a way that I didn't know what was going to come back to me, but I knew that it was with the right intention and that something down the line would make that a worthwhile investment. So I want you to just scan your mind over how you are using your money. Are you spending your money or are you investing your money? and things that will benefit your life in the long term, right? Number two, the distinction between using your money for things that are outward versus things that are inward. Again, something I had to think about personally when I hired a coach last year. I was spending, I want to say my budget for like my hair, my nails, my shopping all of that stuff was about $8,000 and that was like on a very part-time salary, right? I wasn't even working full-time. I was had a very modest modest income. And yet, $8,000, which at the time was probably like over 15% of my budget was for things that I could wash off my face, (laughs) you know, remove from my nails and like, you know, be out of style in a year. And so I came to the realization of just how much money I was spending on my outward appearance. And I had to really think about like, what is that for? Right? And what am I doing to invest in my inward being, right? It doesn't matter if I look amazing on the outside and I feel crappy on the inside. And so some of you may be in that place where if we were to see you walking down the street, we would think, oh my gosh, she has everything together. Look at her shoes, look at her bag, look at her hair. Man, I want all those things. And yet, if we were to take a look on the inside of you, we would see a hot freaking mess. We would see anxiety. We would see depression. We would see low self-esteem. We would see insecurities. We would see self-doubt, unworthiness, all of these unbeautiful things that are needing to be cleaned up, right, those childhood traumas, those mistakes of the past, all of those things are, you're carrying them on the inside, but you mask them and you cover them up by how you dress yourself up on the outside. And so when I hired that coach last year, I made the decision that all of the money I was spending on the outside, I would use to spend on the inside, and to clean up those parts of myself that were undesirable to me. And so I want you to think of the same thing, like how much, you know, when you look at your money, is your money just being used for what you look like on the outside? And is there a way or transition or something you can begin to do now to pay attention more to what's on the inside? And that may mean just listening to this podcast regularly. That may mean buying a book or, you know, some other way that you begin to put money towards the things that really matter to you on the inside of you. And then the third distinction that I wanted to make is the distinction between what are priorities and what are the things you value, So a lot of times we will spend money on things that are urgent, things that are coming up that have to be, quote unquote, paid now, right? I've spoken to a lot of people who, you know, you may have a bill that needs to be paid now, some gymnastics for your child or summer camp coming up and you have to enroll in that stuff now and the bill is due, the payment is due and so you Use your money for what is urgent instead of what is important. And I'm not saying that, you know, investments for your children are not important, but maybe it's a vacation and you have to think about, is using my money here because this is d- due now, the most, impo- you know, the most prioritizing thing in my life right now? And if it is, does it reflect my values? And so... What it means for something to reflect your values is that it's in alignment with what you care most about. And so, if what you care most about is your family, your well being, people being happy, people feeling secure, people, you know, your children growing up in a healthy and happy home, if those are the things you value, Is the way you use your money a representation of those things, right? And I think a lot of times I come across families who are at a place of, oh, we're gonna go on this vacation. I'm gonna use my money for this for my child. And there's nothing wrong with that. I love taking my family on vacation. But it's often done to the exclusion of the things that they really value. And so yes, family time in a wonderful location is important. But if that family time is wrought with conflict because you and your husband are not getting along, you can't agree on things, there's so much discord and disease between you and in your relationship, that's not doing anything for your children. Your children would be much better off if you would work on the relationship, if you would invest the money to building up a happy, healthy, stable home life for them. Then they don't need to escape on vacation because vacation is every day for them because they are happy and mommy and daddy are getting along and everything is wonderful at their home. Right. You guys could just go out in the backyard and that would be the most amazing, meaningful time for the children. But a lot of times we think going away on vacation is the thing we need to do. And again, I'm on vacation now. I'm not taking away the value of vacation. But I just want you to think about, like, is the fun of the vacation more in alignment with your values than creating a healthy and happy home for your children only you know that and so i hope that this conversation has just caused you to pause and challenged you in a way right to really think about your relationship with money how much are you paying attention to it how healthy is your relationship with money versus you know this concept of spending your money versus investing your money how you use your money for what is on the outside of your life versus what is on the inside of your life and the things that are priorities now because they're urgent versus the long-term things that you truly value and that really make a difference in your life. So thank you for tuning in today. I know this was a little bit different than our normal conversations, but I believe that when you are able to sort of look at all areas of your life, that you see how you were the common denominator and that if your relationship with money isn't the greatest and that's likely being mirrored and reflected in your relationship with your husband. And you can apply these same principles back to your marriage. How are you spending your money versus investing your money in your marriage? How are you working on the outside appearance of your marriage versus the inward health of your marriage? How are you dealing with the things that are priorities in terms of time, but not necessarily in alignment with your values? All interesting food for thought. So... Thank you again for tuning in. I am excited to be back with you next week for another episode. And so I will definitely meet you there. Um, And let me know what you thought about this. Please drop a comment. Let me know what you're thinking about, what you agree with, what you disagree with. I would love to have a conversation with you in the comments as well. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll be back with you next week. Bye for now. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Now, I'd love to connect with you more. Join me in my private group on Facebook, the Empowered Wives Society, or sign up for my weekly newsletter at berelatable.com. There you'll find additional resources to help you create the happy and loving marriage you desire. And of course, I can't wait to meet you right back here for the next episode. Until then, make your marriage amazing.